keep plugging along here. Uh, it's It's been a heck of a day, but you know the beauty of it, Mark, is people are dropping some serious information on us and telling us some great things. It's turning out to be a phenomenal day, even though Murphy came to try to take the title back. So uh, we're going to keep chugging along here. Uh, we got Charlie Hall joining us. He's a graduate of West Point, served on active duty for about 10 years uh, in both the Army and Marine Corps. Uh, after a deployment to Iraq, uh, Charlie moved to Greenville, South Carolina, and began work in the private sector, as well as being in the Marine Reserves. Uh, he served on active duty as the District Injured Support Coordinator for the state of South Carolina and Georgia with the Marine Corps Wounded Warrior Regiment from 2009 to 2014, while volunteering with Upstate Warrior Solution in its formative years. He is now the president of Upstate Warrior Solution and continues to serve in the Marine Corps Reserves. Charlie, how are you doing this fine morning? Uh, good. Good to be on, guys. Thank you. Hey, Charlie. Thanks for joining. It is great to have you on here today. So real quick, I'm just kind of curious. I've talked to a few people. What's the difference between, you know, Army and Reserve life or Army and uh, Marine life? You know, you experience both a little bit. Give us some insight to that real quick. Yeah, you know, that's a whole nother podcast, but, um, you know, there, I think the similarities are actually, there's more similarities than differences. Um, uh, the infantry is the infantry, but, um, you know, the, the big difference is the Marine Corps is a sea service, so you got to get used to all that Navy language. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, the Marine Corps and the Army had very similar missions in Iraq and Afghanistan for a decade, so there's a lot of crossover. But, yeah, let's just say when you're, um, when you when you're 23 years old and you're married to the Marine's daughter, sometimes end up doing some crazy things. So yeah, I switched over when I was a young man. Okay, I can appreciate that. I, I was uh, in Ramadi with First Armor Division, so we fell into the Marines and had to learn a little, a few words here and there. So it was definitely uh, interesting. So um, in your bio, you you talk about how um, you were not only doing the active duty thing with the South Carolina and Georgia uh, Wounded Warrior Regiment, uh, but you started volunteering with Upstate Warrior Solutions. So what made you look into the volunteering side while you were still doing such a great mission with the active duty? Yeah, so like a lot of much about the VA, I didn't know about a lot about the nonprofit community. Um, and while I was doing that active duty job as as a social Marines and Navy corpsman, uh, I saw like gaps in the local community. Um, we saw, um, you know, the large national organizations and nothing against them, but you know, the Wounded Warrior Projects, the Team Red, White and Blues, the Rubicons doing a lot of great work in the national chapters in the community. But we saw a bit, a bit of a gap level. Um, and we saw a gap with just really building relationships in local communities. So it was something that um, um, saw the value of that. They had me doing that. They had me going to guys' houses and checking on them, um, to know them and their families, helping them figure out how to navigate whatever challenges they had. Um, so in my last couple of years on active duty, um, we started Upstate War Solution to fill that gap. And that is, that is amazing. Um, you said social worker. Is, is Did you wind up getting a degree in, in social work or are you just sort of working in the field? No, I 
mean, the, you know, the, the Marine Corps um, actually took me and about about a hundred other reservists and threw us out in the field with the BlackBerry up there, fifty cents a mile, and gave us a caseload of about a hundred hundred folks. So, no, I've never gotten a social work degree. Um, several masters and bachelors level social workers that work on my team now, but in many ways, doing this work is is really all about relationship and a relationship over a cup of coffee and then helping each other along the way. Um, social workers are a valuable part of that, um, but you don't have to be a social worker to do this well. Can you tell us a little bit more about like the, the people that you've already served and, and been able to help, right? What's been most impactful for those folks that you've, that you've helped with or assisted with? Yeah, so again, there's um, there's really just a, um, I think, a gap with the really community level. So I think the biggest that's been the takeaway for, for us here in the upstate of Carolina is the relationships built. Uh, it's the one on under what somebody's challenged with, whether they're struggling or whether they're enrolling, start company, trying to stay married. We're all together. And it's about that local relationship. That's been the biggest component uh, of this is um, get to know each other, uh, identify what I call the need beneath the need. Everybody's got things that are kind of that they're struggling with. And, you know, it takes relationship and conversation and face time to get to know what those needs are. Uh, that's, that's awesome. It, definitely so. And I think that um, you said the key word, which is relationship, right? It's all, it's all about the relationship. And if you're not able to build those, and if you're not out networking, you can't build the relationships. So um, that, yeah, that is super key, especially we're, we're seeing that even in the civilian sector. It's, it's everything. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So t- tell us about Upstate War Solution. Uh, you know, what, what is it? What do you guys do? What, what's the specialty? You know. Yeah. Uh, so really excited to tell you about it. I would say that um, we actually work very closely with Veterans Ascend. It's it's cool when worlds collide. But Bruce's found people as a Navy vet and um, used to be on my team and then founded Veterans of Sin. So um, it's been cool to see, uh, you know, didn't expect to see Bruce on the day. But yeah, so Upstate Warriors Solution is really kind of micro local. Um, we cover 10 counties in South Carolina. So we're headquartered in Greenville. I know the, the upstate Greenville, Anderson, Spartanburg are kind of the, it's kind of the metro area. Um, and really what we started 10 years ago after out of the playbook that, that I learned from the Marine Corps, it was get out in the community, um, not in uniform, not with rank on your collar, but get out in the community and meet veterans where they are. Um, and and we're, we've been meeting veterans in the last 10 years. Um, I read whether using their GI Bill, we've got uh, relationship with all of our detention centers because unfortunately vets are getting arrested. Um, we've uh, we're meeting vets in corporate America at the VA, 
um, at gyms, at barbershops, at churches. So uh, that was really the foundation of what we wanted to start 10 years ago was have a local nonprofit that was veteran-centric with mostly veteran employees. We've actually, we're about 50-50 now, veteran and civilian employees. Um, but get out in the community, meet veterans where they are, and then get them connected to their resources. Um, now, 10 years in, um, we're working with, um, so on the employment side, we might connect someone with Bruce at Veterans Ascend uh, that's just getting off active duty in California and moving back to South Carolina. Um, but then at the local level, when they get here and they've got their Veterans Ascend profile rocking, we might connect them to the local National Guard um, or Goodwill uh, employment rep who's you know, the, the employers in the community. Um, so it's really, it's really using a good mix of local and national resources to serve our vets in the area. Does that include the, does that include the VA? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember in Green, Greenville or not, uh, where the VA facility is, but, um, are you guys tied in pretty close to the VA to get those resources and information out as well? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there, you know, there, there are three arms of the VA administration, the benefits administration and the city. So we don't we don't really interface a lot with the SIM administration, thankfully. But the VA healthcare administration um, is a big part of our work. We have three community-based outpatient clinics in the upstate, um, in Spartanburg and Anderson, and all part of the Columbia, South Carolina VA network. Um, and then on the we work very closely with all of our county VA service officers that do claims that push claims onto the Columbia Regional Office. Um, a dotted line arm off of the health VA vet centers. Um, we have four VA vet centers in the state, and our Greenville Vet Center covers uh, upstate South Carolina and western Carolina. So um, centers, I think, are an underutilized resource. They're mostly counselors uh, and social workers that do talk therapy. Um, we're actually co-located with the Greenville Vet Center, so that's been a been a great relationship with the VA. Excellent. Yeah, that's great, especially if you can co-locate. That almost takes that networking to the next level. You know, where you're co-locating with services that are just as important uh, that are doing great things. Uh, so, what what other organizations, uh, local or national, uh, does? Um, Upstate Warrior Solution try to partner with or has partnered with? Yeah, so in many ways, it's we have to partner with almost everyone because when you're looking at veterans holistically and trying to help them get all elements of their life squared away, you have to have almost every organization at your fingertips. Um, but I'll take, um, I'll take employment um, just in particular because Bruce was talking and that's a big deal for transitioning vets right now. Um, you know, there's national level tech organizations like uh, Veterans Ascend um, that I think are great um, for connecting folks at a very odd level. Uh, but then we spend a lot of time with our local um, organizations. So um, our our state has a program called Operation Empowerment Employment. And that's a partnership between our State Department of Employment and Workforce. Um, and those are DOL-funded 
um, veterans reps in the local community. Um, everybody's got a diva in their local community. You just got you just got to find them. Sometimes that can challenge. Um, and then our National Guard in South Carolina has employment reps that serve um, not only guard but also in their families. So we work very closely with the National Guard and the State Department of Workforce. Uh, and then Goodwill, um, some local staffing company, and then those uh, national level resources like Veterans Assistance. How do I how do I get into the program? Is there an application process? Is there um, an onboarding? What what does that look like? Charlie, yeah, did, so, did you hear um, that? Question was about get in. Yes. Yeah, I guess we got a little bit of a delay, but yeah, I think your question is about how to get in. Uh, our main source is just through our website. Um, I see my LinkedIn profile scrolling. Our our website would be uh, my LinkedIn profile, but um, you can basically go to get support or get involved on in our website, and we'll send you over to our team, and um, we'll get connected with you usually within 24 hours. Uh, we're also working with uh, the State Department of Affairs. Um, we have a new State Department of Veterans Affairs run by uh, Secretary Will Grimsley, who's a two-star. And uh, we're developing a statewide network uh, called Combined Arms. Uh, um, Combined Arms is um, start starting to pop up in other states. It really started in Houston with the CIS Veterans Network, but we're going to have a statewide South Carolina network um, that will be a... Um, veteran-facing platform where you'd be able to go on, tell us about your needs, and then get connected to resources. Um, but for now, uh, veterans who live state or are getting or interested in the Greenville-Spartanburg-Anderson area site and um, go on the Get Support link and fill out that profile form. Excellent. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, I was wondering how you get involved. Um, let's say, for example, somebody's going through the program or somebody's just passionate about making an impact in that area, right? Maybe they're local to the upstate South Carolina area. Um, how do they get involved, right? Is that just through the website and content contacting you guys? You guys are also, I believe, 501c3, correct? So, you know, how also do you get funded and, and is there ways to participate in that? Yeah, so again, um, great website. A lot of that information is there, but um, whether you're a veteran looking for services, whether you're a veteran wanting to volunteer, even if you're not a veteran and you're looking to uh, become a volunteer, become a donor, become a mentor, uh, it all starts with through our intake system. We sit down with you. We hear your story. We get to know you. Uh, figure out how to get you plugged in. So again, you can go on our website, check that out. Um, and then we, we just have a lot of access points um, across the state again. Um, outreach to our local colleges right now where veterans are using their GI bills or orientations uh, to talk about services. Um, we have a relationship with a lot of employers. So if you're working at a um, company in the upstate, uh, there's a chance we come by and see you once a year and talk to HR and uh, figure out who the veterans are at companies. Uh, unfortunately, if you get arrested 
um, you pop on our radar and we reach out to you, try to figure out what's going on in your life that caused that arrest. Um, and, and a lot of other, a lot of other um, uh, intake points in that continuum. But it all, kind of all starts with our website. Thanks for popping it up there on the screen as well, upstatewarriorsolution.org. Yes, sir. So fellowships. When I was looking through your website when we first talked, you guys do something with fellowships, which struck me as pretty cool. Consider I'm, you know, doing the whole um, CSP process now, trying to get out of the military. Um, so that really jumped out at me. So can you tell us a little bit about the fellowship program? Yes, yeah, so our fellowship program is about five years old, um, and we kind of took a took a continues playbook. Mission continues traditionally did fellowships around the country for vets for six months at nonprofit organizations. Uh, we had continues fellows, uh, so we we borrowed a bit from their playbook. Um, so when uh, a veteran is transitioning, uh, typically using their GI Bill in higher ed. Um, we like to get fellows that are in from a part-time job, uh, doing outreach, some light casework, community engagement, um, and networking in their community. Of, um, fellows that are um, basically to our advocates that are full-time folks, those fellows are doing outreach and engagement to veterans. Um, we're actually hoping to um, tag on with the DOD Skill Bridge Program. So as we get school bridgers that are coming out of the military, they could come on and become an upstate warriors fellow um, and um, be kind of part of that, that transition process. So, um, yeah, we've, we've actually got a new cohort of fellows starting this month. It's typically six, uh, but can extend folks another six months uh, to a year as a um, paid intern, which is a, a part-time position at Upstate Warriors Solutions. That's a great opportunity, um, especially, you know, that whole transition piece out of the military, trying to find one, learn new skills, possibly find a job. I mean, that's just amazing. You guys have that opportunity, especially in a field like this that, you know, helps so many people. Um, so you told us a little bit about how you can get, you know, register and, and get into the program. What about people who want to help out, uh, whether it be volunteers or financially, um, what kind of things are you guys looking for in that aspect that people might be able to help you out with? Yes, yeah, so on the volunteer side, we really have quite a few pipelines for mentorship. Uh, we're involved with um, two veterans treatment courts that we that we are partnering with here in the upstate in Greenville and in Spartanburg to have a court in Anderson starting. Um, so we're always looking for veterans treatment court mentors. Um, that's it's a bit of a heavy lift because uh, you basically get um, a veteran buddy that has has gotten arrested, and you're becoming their big brother, big sister for the next year. Uh, really important program that we're involved with. Uh, but then we have more of an informal kind of career mentorship program where if you figure out what they're going to be next. We'll assign we're in the community just as a coffee bone network to help them think through what they're going to do. Um, and then we also have some physical volunteer opportunities with um, serving in one of our four offices 
um, or serving as a liaison to one of our partner organizations. So, for example, we've got a couple of volunteers that um, are uh, already Habitat for Humanity volunteers, so they serve as liaison back to us uh, to keep us back in the loop on what's going on with Habitat. Veteran Bill will help resource that. So um, we uh, like have extent extensions of us out into other nonprofits in the community. Uh, and then on the um, on the giving side, obviously, profit needs gifts. So we have um, also on our website give um, to a specific brand, um, and uh, those those are detailed out link on our website. Um, we we are pretty much funded. Uh, probably we have not um, we have not pursued any federal government grants. Uh, until recently, that, that's actually changing. Um, the VA is starting to fund organizations like Upstate Warrior Solution to do upstream suicide prevention. Um, so that's that's uh, something that we're we're looking at for the future. And I think as a result, you'll start to see more Upstate Warrior organizations popping up in other metro areas in the country to do that one-stop shop vets. And again, um, you know. Suicide prevention is, is an upstream approach. Um, if, if you help a veteran get squared away with their finances, uh, their employment, their relationships, their health, they're going to be less likely to take their life. So it, it's been interesting to see how the VA in particular is looking at uh, suicide for being an upstream approach. And we're really excited about that. It's, we think it's the right way to look at things. Yeah, you know, that, that brings up a good point. And I've often wondered this. I mean, how much how much veteran suicide is related to situational, right, aspects of their lives and how much is more physiological, right? Um, are you guys addressing and seeing that both sides? Yeah, we are. Um, you know, veteran suicide is an issue in every community. Um, just out of the folks that we know, we probably have um, two or three suicides a year just from the um, small number of vets we know. We've, we've met about 8,000 of the hundreds that are in our catchment area. Uh, so veteran suicide is definitely still still an issue. And, and yeah, I mean, we see it as a kind of a whole of life issue. Um, every, every suicide is unique and um, but usually you can trace it back to a stressor, whether it's a divorce, whether it's losing a job, it's, uh, having financial problems. Obviously, there's a post-traumatic stress, uh, combat-related uh, issues that are still uh, a part of veterans' lives. Um, but every is unique, and that's why it's important to get a note of vets and hear their story and give beneath the need um, because the the outreach of the community and friends and um, um, the community of veterans, you know, we're going to be there. And um, as we help those relationships at the community level, um, we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to put a, de a dent in veteran suicide. No, that's huge. That, that, that'll be absolutely amazing. It's such a, one troubling spot and, and to the fact that we continue to lose so many people is, is just frustrating to say the least. Um, so 
What kind of events do you guys have coming up? I'm, I'm assuming you guys are partnering with some people. You're probably involved in some local events. So what kind of events you got coming up that people can check out? Yeah, so again, if you go to our website and go to our organizational calendar, that's actually that links you back to Facebook calendar where we have events throughout the month. Uh, we have an outdoor rec, say, um, in partnership with our local hospital system, Prisma Health. We have events throughout the month for veterans to erect. Um, I personally um, do a veteran swimming program every Tuesday, Thursday. Um, it's been pretty cool. Um, we might water rafting. We um, have fly fishing groups. Um, and uh, we're actually, we have a new partnership with uh, Team River Runner. They're doing uh, whitewater kayak training at a local pool. Oh. And um, cool. veterans are going to be able to do Team River, team river Runner trips um, in other parts of the country. Uh, so we're out of a big piece. Uh, and then we've got, obviously, a ton of stuff coming up, Veterans Veterans Day month. Yeah, so if, if you're a member of that group and you're participating in Upstate Warrior Solution, I see on the Facebook page there are, like, a ton of events. Uh, family hike, shark cage diving. Uh, man, that, that, that's awesome. So just tons of opportunities to get involved. Um, do you have to be in the program or just in the area? No, basically, you just have to be a veteran in the area, and um, we do an initial assessment with you, and um, we validate your veteran service because uh, that's important to make sure you actually are a veteran, um, get to know you a bit, and then you can get plugged into those opportunities. Um, and, yeah, that short diving is in partnership with the aquarium in, in Atlanta. Um, that's a pretty cool experience and um, a lot of interest in that. Um, and uh, then I would just also say that um, we've got a great partnership with a newer nonprofit that's national level called Veterans Last Patrol. And Veterans Last Patrol is run out of Spartanburg, South Carolina, a retired Army colonel um, is running that program. And they do uh, outreach to veterans that are in hospice care. So we do a lot of joint events with Veterans Last Patrol to go out and visit veterans in the community that are in their last few days and honor them and uh, give them some gifts and, and honor their their service. Um, that's been a cool partnership as well with Veterans Last Patrol. Yeah, that that is an awesome uh, organization, their mission. My, my wife is a social worker, actually. Um, and that's one of the things she's talked about. She's worked in nursing homes and skilled uh, facilities, talking about the hospice care piece and how you know, there's more of a need for it. So the fact that there's a national organization doing stuff like that is, is just absolutely amazing. So we're, we're about out of time. Uh, Charlie, is there anything else you want to tell the audience, you know, whether it be about Upstate Warrior Solution or any of the other things you have your hands in? Yeah, so our, um, our big project right now, we're going to be opening up a 40,000 square foot Resource Center in Greenville in January. Uh, we've been developing this for years now, and um, up um, early 2023, it's going to be a one-stop shop for veterans in the community. Uh, so we're going to have um, community 
partners a lot of what we've mentioned today, VA, Veterans Last Patrol, Seas Outdoor Programs, Team River Runner. Uh, but we're also going to have um, full service opportunity to purchase your home. So United Home Loans is going to be in our building along with um, veteran-friendly real estate agent and veteran-friendly attorneys. So there'll be a place where um, you know a homeless veteran may come in and get services for a few years, but then we work them up the chain to get them in a place where they're secure uh, to even purchase their own home. So um, the Ruby Hughes Veteran Resource Center will be opening in January, and um, we've got a tab about that on our website as well. Um, so really excited about that. We think it's um, somewhat of a first event, especially in South Carolina. Um, we've borrowed some best practices from some other communities, uh, but really excited about that Veteran Resource Center opening up next year. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, are really doing, I mean, I, I so I'm down here in, in Texas and, you know, there's a lot of veteran service organizations as well. You know, you've got Military City San Antonio here, but um, you know, I'm up in Dallas and there's not really a whole lot. I mean, I got to drive across the Metroplex 45 minutes to an hour just to get to the, the VA. So it's great to hear what you guys are doing in South Carolina. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, in, in more rural communities, um, it, it, it's, it's an uh, a dynamic because a lot of resources for veterans and it's in some ways easier to get to those resources. Um, so, you know, Greenville Spartanburg is still a kind of a mid-sized metro area. So it's not truly rural, but, you know, we're a half an hour away from rural areas. So we're trying to make sure all those resources for veterans are um, attainable in kind of that one-stop shop approach. Because, um, you know, as you all have been talking to other folks in your podcast this morning that's been listening in, um, they're out there. You just got to know where to find them. And um, so let's let's bring them all under one roof, um, and let's create a network that, that um, wherever veterans come in, whether it be school, be their employer, whether it be their church, whether their gym, um, or even the detention center, uh, they're immediately identified. As, um, they develop a relationship with another veteran in their community who understands the network, and then they get them plugged in. Um, we think it's going to be the way other cities do business um, for years to come. Very impactful. I mean, we've heard time and time again, there's 40,000 plus organizations. So many probably doing a lot of the same thing, whereas we could pull our resources and do so much better. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, Charlie, love what you're doing. Um, the Upstate War Solution, helping veterans in the South Carolina area. Um Absolutely love it. I know they love you up there and what you guys are doing. Looking forward to seeing that new facility open. I know that's going to be huge. Um, may even uh, potentially create maybe some jobs uh, with that facility, uh, which will be always good. Um, but we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you dealing with all the comms issues we've had today, um, and the delays. The, the, it's just been one of those days. I appreciate your flexibility and uh, hope to uh, – Hear more great things coming out of what you guys are doing. And um, don't be a stranger. Yeah, I'm just a slow talking Marine, South Carolina, so I'm I'm used to I'm used to delays. We're all good. It was great to be on today. All right. Thanks a lot, Charlie. And uh, good luck Thanks, to you. Charlie.
Thank you, guys.